This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to pin your video so I can see you. And I'll, I'll do the same do the same for you. I'll, I'll... I'm going to pin your video so I can see you. <laughs> this has to be a part of it. <laughs> Why you say it like that? Why leave out the pin your video song? <laughs> so I can see you. Okay, I'm going to start now. Okay, Jordan? <laughs> I think we already have started. No, we, we need a bigger, more formal Why thing. do we need a formal, bigger? Because I mean, they're like, people do, are it, listening. do it formally. As though Sir David Attenborough was listening. Bitch, it's not okay. Bridgerton. I'm not trying to marry my seven daughters. I'm just trying to have people listen and like. All right, here we go. All right. Adulting. I'm your host, Michelle Buteau. And I'm Jordan Carlos, your co from Go. So good to see you today, Michelle. Good to see you so too, good to Fred. be with you. Look, I love that intro so much better. <laughs> <laughs> so formal. It's, it's, it's so a formal. formal. It's a formal podcast intro, you see. It, it is. I noticed that you have khaki shorts on today, bruh. I mean, a medium king in khaki shorts. Where's the fishing trip? What time? What kind of sandwiches can I bring? Do you like the smoked mozzarella? Should I cut the crust off? Do you want do a I white her, claw? Do I tell up her they're on- not khaki? They're not khaki? What are they? She's doing a yes and go. Um, <laughs> they're just a nice linen short. It's like, actually, it's not. No, it's a chambray. It's a chambray. Shut you chambray the fuck up. <laughs> I just, you were gaining momentum and everyone was like, it's going so well, but they're actually chambray. I know, I love it. I love a chambray. Now, yeah. are you going on a safari trip in Brooklyn anytime soon or? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, now, I'm not. Do you put it's some blood- so hot. It's, 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 so it's hot. hot. It's hot. It's hot. We've been waiting what for it. What am I supposed to do? We, we've been what waiting for it. Do, would you well, ever I'm really wear- excited. Questions. We have a really good show. Yes. We have a really great friend, Alana Glazer, coming up. Okay, we'll get to it in a minute. I have a question. So, would you ever wear like a linen onesie, like a linen um, overall? Are you that kind of Brooklyn dad? Yeah, I mean, I haven't bought clothes in probably four or five years. <laughs> I know. So, if they showed up, <laughs> then yeah. If they showed up, I don't know. I might buy you something. Now, would you ever do a tank top? Yeah, I'm getting there with the tank. See? I know. I know. I mean, I'm getting there. Things are going well. Working out, body snatched. So I'm like, do I do one in August? I don't know. It's a WAP summer for Jordan Carlos, everyone. (laughs) That was pretty fucking gross. And I said, this is, that was the second F word. That was the second F word. Like within seconds. But it's the heat. It does stuff to you. No, no. The heat. Oh my goodness. The heat. I feel like everywhere I go is Lord of the Flies. The parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Whole Foods. <laughs> you got to have a nice, healthy New York sweat going on, you know, so you can take your two showers, things like oh. that. How many showers do you take in New York summer? Oh, my goodness. Definitely two or three. Sometimes I just get the hot spots, you know what I mean? As if it's like the walk of shame, <laughs> you know. But I do love 
a shower, cold water, baby oil. Mm, let that just sink in while your, your skin's a little bit wet. No big deal. I was meeting a friend for coffee the other day. Um, just kidding. This is a made up story. But she was like, what are you going to wear? And I'm like, deodorant, bitch. Okay. That's what I'm wearing. Because, <laughs> and you know, you don't have to get something with aluminum, but you just don't put lemon juice under there. Just do something. Aluminum is bad. That gives you Alzheimer's. I, I, I said, don't do it. Oh, you did? See, I did. I, I said, go. don't do it. There I go. There I go now. Like, this is a game of telephone. This is my moment. <laughs> I think, especially in a place like New York, you have to really mm-hmm. plan out your outfits because you might be just walking around. You need to, like, have a change of clothes. Well, I'm actually going swimming later. Okay, black boy Joy, you better come <laughs> tell the black girl magic what you doing. Are you going to go ride a horse and apple picking afterwards? I may. Are you going to go find a canvas and paint with your fingers? I may. This is all about black joy, and I'm going swimming today. Dad's going swimming, all right? Are and you I'm taking going your kids swimming? Hell no. I'm going to enjoy myself. I took my kids swimming all weekend long too, in upstate New too. York. Me too, me too. Oh, my long. goodness, yeah. The paddling, the kick, 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 yeah. kick, 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 you know? Just yes. Like, that was so stressful. And now dad gets to swim. Dad gets to make a dive. An awkward dive. I love this for you. And you know what? I'm going to share a picture when this episode drops of you swimming in Greece because you already enjoy stuff. Like you you even enjoy like a government mac and cheese. Like you just enjoy things. You're just happy to be there. But like when you have time to yourself, the smile is from like north to south, east to west. Your smile is from the rooted to the tuta. Like it is <laughs> out. You, so Michelle. I love this for you. I want some too. I was telling Kais the other day, can I just take five minutes to touch my fucking toes? It's a lot of fucks. I'm so sorry, everyone, but here the fuck we are. Okay? Here the fuck we are, okay? You went swimming this weekend too at your house and the waters? Yeah. So we have a little ocean in the backyard. We dip our toes. Very cold still. And the horseshoe crabs are out. So it does feel like I'm swimming with dinosaurs. And so, you know, the kids enjoy the nature. I'm like, can we get a pool? With no sand sometimes because <laughs> even sitting like in the garden area of a restaurant is mm-hmm. like camping for me where I'm like, I don't know what's going to fly over here. Right. And um, my son Otis is like a cat, you know, like he'll just bring in stuff from outside and present it to me. <laughs> and he put a snail on me and I was like, oh, God, thank you. <laughs> thank you. He put a snail on you? He put a snail on me. He's like, here you go, mama. I'm like, do you like me? But it was very (laughs) sweet. He talked about the snail for 30 minutes. All this to say, we did go swimming. So much negotiating, so much talking, so much (laughs) rulemaking, so much sunblock. Nobody had a blowout in the water. That's a good time. Also, (laughs) they sleep better, which I love. Also, I took him to the Brooklyn Children's Museum. Oh, my gosh. Saturday. Look at you. I just got to do stuff with them. Do you know what I mean? I can't. Twins? Yeah. It's an automatic daycare class. I love the Brooklyn Children's Museum. You can only go there on the hottest day of the year. Only it's only open on the hottest day of the year. That's it. It's it's like because there's like no trees around there. It's just baking. It's baking that place. But it's great. It's giving a 40 days, 40 nights vibe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it is giving First Testament. Woo, child. What's in that basket? Let's just nosh on it. I don't even eat pork, but if there's a, like a non-kosher hot dog, I'm like, throw it at my face. I'm hungry. How was the line for the bus? You know how there's like that little bus? Oh, that, that's a- <laughs> oh, oh. 
Jordan, let me tell you, you guys, Brooklyn Children's Museum, adorable. They have a bunch of New York things that, it was really educational. They have a Vespa next to like the pizza parlor. Yeah. They have a Caribbean Day parade room. Yeah. They have a New York City bus. And my son loves to drive the bus. It's a big old wheel and you can sit on the bus. You be a passenger, you can drive. There's always a line of two to five-year-old boys that don't know how to wait in a line. Yeah, assholes. Um, waiting for the bus. <laughs> and and their and their parents are always on the phone. Phone. And I'm like, get off Instagram. This is when you're supposed to be parenting. Mm-hmm. And so my Otis is very sweet and polite. And plus, you know, I'm a black mom in public. I'm like, what you're not going to do is. But I can't be parenting everybody's kids. You got to do that. Plus, there's no cell phone service in the museum. What are you doing? I know. What is that? I don't know, but this other kid was very polite like Otis, and they just kept getting jumped. And it was the kid's turn, and I said, Otis, wait your turn. He's got to go. It was just a bunch of Coopers and Taylors and Brendans. No offense, (laughs) everyone. And I was like, I I just, I'm already like, I can't. Like, if somebody was going to be named Brett, I was like, get out of here. And those are the girls. Stop, I know. Just a bunch of tailors. And um, she said, thank you for that. And I said, look, the last thing I want to do is add any more male toxicity to this planet. She just looked at me like I needed a snack. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just letting you know what I'm doing. Like, I have no time to waste. I also needed a nosh. You know how I... Sometimes the blood sugar. The water part is nice. The water part where it's like the kids are like, oh my God, the water goes down and look at it go. Yeah. There's this little water pool where you can have like um, little plastic crabs and Mm -hmm. um, sea life in there. But there's a water gun and there's only one of them. And so there's usually a long line for that. And so Otis had to wait his turn again. Damn. And uh, it was the Brooklyn Children's Museum was just a lesson in waiting. Which gets them ready for life in New York. You know what I'm saying? When they want that cronut, that black seed bagel, that whatever it is. <laughs> See, it really does get you ready. Blue Collie pizza. It's going to be a wait. You guys, this is what I'm talking about. It's always yeah. half full with him. It's always, <laughs> it's always half full. You know when you have that positive friend when they're just like, yeah. I have to complain about something? You got to sit down and listen because they've just been like bubbling up. And so you got to let them get it out. No, New York has made me a glass half full of acid kind of person. It's just like <laughs> so terrible. No, you want me to tell you what I did, which yeah. is like I hit the bottom of the barrel last weekend. Last weekend, my wife was mm-hmm. in Mexico. Good for her. Do it. Go to Mexico, girl. <gasps> yes. Get that break. Do you. Yes. And so, I was holding down the fort, as I should. But there's no rest for the weary. My kids, we go to like a little school gathering, right? In Prospect mm-hmm. Park by the lagoon. My kids will not interact with the other kids. They're like, I want to do the paddle boats, paddle boats, paddle boats, paddle boats, jackhammer, get, 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 paddle boats, paddle boats. I'm like, Ooh. all right. Right? After yeah. an hour, we go out on the paddle boats. Nobody else wants to do it. It's the hottest moment oh, of a very hot boy. day. Plastic. Just like searing my flesh. Oh no. So we get out on the boats. My children are of no help because they have little T Rex legs that are not helping at all. So <laughs> I'm the one paddling oh, the boat no. and overcompensating. Okay, Morgan Freeman and driving Miss Daisy. Go on, I'm listening. I look out in the water, I look to the right, and I was like, wow, that wallet looks like my wallet. What's it doing out in the no! water? Yeah. Jordan, no! Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So your boy went for a dip, Michelle. <gasps> Your boy went for a dip. And let me tell you something. That wallet went down. It went down, down, down. 
into the reeds, right? And so now I am in the Prospect Park Lagoon. No. I am up to my chest in brackish, disgusting. Stop. Are you like an out of shape Aquaman just at Prospect Park? This is so (laughs) crazy. If I would have seen you die for your wallet in the Prospect Park, I would have been like, it was security. See something. Say something. I see something. I would say no. You got to get one of those sticks. You, oh, do just, I? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got to do? You got notes? I you got, can't you got handle pro tips? the truth. You got I pro am tips? not a few good men. Oh, <laughs> um, no. So wait, you're pad- wait, you're paddle boating with your kids and yeah. your wallet comes out in the water. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> what? Why not? So I quilt a lace of obscenities. Wait, did you have your keys? Did you have your keys? I, of did course, you have had my keys. Did you have it was just the wallet. That okay, good. My phone was like, "How about it?" And like tried to get out too. And I was like, "Fuck no!" So I put that <laughs> to the side. I was out there. I was out there. And then they offered me a paddle. I almost slapped <sighs> it out of the man's hands, but I took it anyway. And then I'm searching. Now I'm just—it's muck. It's mire. I didn't really know the difference, but there's a difference. It's like muck, mire, <laughs> reeds, condoms, bottles, Jimmy Hoffa's head, like all this shit. And so I finally, Yuck. finally, after 10 minutes, because I don't Jordan. give up, pup, I get my wallet. <laughs> and I bring it out of the water like, like Excalibur, right? And so I then almost throw it on the boat, but I was like, gently set it down because I, I want like want to model good behavior for my children. And then, oh my God. And then this very old lady that operated the paddle boats goes, In all my years in the paddle boats, I never saw anybody get the wallet back. I was like, Well, I don't give up. I don't give up. And you know what my son said? Oh my said? God. Was this the ghost of Jessica Tandy? <laughs> it was the oh ghost of Jessica Tandy. Oh, I'm shook. You know what my son said to me after that? Oh my God. What? Can we keep going now? Oh. <laughs> Malcolm, <laughs> we need to take a beat, Malcolm. He's like, did you do what you had to do? <laughs> Malcolm, no. Oh, Jordan, what did you drink when you went home? All of it. <laughs> All of it. I was just so tired. A little, a little, uh, what do you like? A dark and stormy. I'm a dark and that's stormy drink, kind of right? guy because that's my personality. But I was like, this, it just made me so upset. Yo. It's my alter ego. That's wild even if you are not alone with the kids. That's wild if you're just by yourself. That is wild, period. I know. And you know, here's the rough part. Is the lady that operated the paddle boats was like, maybe put your wallet da 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 aside because nine times out of 10, wallets come out. There's no warnings like that. In New York, you're on your own yeah. as usual. So remember I told you the story about my phone falling into the subway tracks and me going to get it? This was worse. Yes. Me diving, no. putting my face into the waters was just like, yeah. Oh, I gross. think, well, I'm thinking like, I probably have a good five years to live and get my things in order uh, before, yeah. Get a tetanus shot. Take some vitamin yeah. okay. D. Get a tetanus mm-hmm. shot. Um, maybe you'll be like um, Will Smith in every movie where he's like the only one <laughs> on earth. You know what I mean? Like maybe it'll give you like a superpower. Like don't go slapping Chris Rock or Tony <clears throat> Rock or... Jordan Rock, but like definitely, you know, keep my family's name out your motherfucking mouth. Greatness, yeah. And you know, yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you remembered because honestly, I've had moments with children in public, 
but I black it out immediately. Like as you're telling me the story, I'm really? forgetting you as I go along. Out? I think that's the only way. Yeah, I think it's the only way you can um, get through. I mean, yes, but like, it's like forgive, but don't forget their names. You know what I'm saying? Just like. Oh my God. All right, Ariana Stark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Damn. Let me not piss you off. I didn't know you were such a fighter. I'm a scrappy little dude. I really, like, I would have had a moment where I'm just like, what's in the wallet? <laughs> also, where's the net? Where's the net, New York? You know, like... Yeah, there should be a net. net. One fucking swimming there, pool net? Yeah. There should be net. We went for my birthday one year. Uh, my husband took us on a kayaking trip on the Hudson River, mm. which is... Talk about where you hide the bodies. Um, talk about sleeping with the fishes. If you're picking up what I'm laying. Dang, on Joe Pesci, this one's for you. And uh, oh my God, I've never sounded like an auntie from Jersey before until now. When are we going to Wawa? I got a hankering for a hoagie. And, um, you know, there was a lot of chop in the Hudson, but they tell you right mm -hmm. away, put all your shit in a plastic bag. Right. Thank you. Wow. Okay, I'm so glad you're going to go swimming. You deserve. Yeah, I feel like it. Also, this is very adult. I love that your wife took a trip without you and the family. Yeah, she had a little vacation. She went down to Mexico to, to uh, meet our new niece, Kiani. And Aww. very sweet, very cute. Beautiful name. Little baby. And yeah, she wanted to do that. And I was like, all right. So that, as they say, was that. And I'm so glad we were able to swing it. She... Needed a break because I've been working really, really hard mm -hmm. and her covering the bases and everything like that has not been easy and it's been a real tax on her. So yeah, you know? Yeah. It's hard to be your mind reader, but it's important to recognize when your partner needs a break. Yeah. If you're going to be playing, let's say, here we go with Michelle's examples, a soccer game <laughs> and you're looking at your goalie or you're looking at your defense and you're just like, oh, they're not going to let me know. They're just going to be a team player. Mm -hmm. You have to make the decision to be like, you need to sit down. Go take a break. Go have a Gatorade. And, you know, I love that <laughs> Alina's like, I need a Gatorade. And you're like, bye-bye. She needed a Gatorade in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to go get it in Mexico. She has so much fun. And I cannot advertise this town enough. It's called San Pancho, which is just north of Guadalajara. It's a nice surf spot. Mm -hmm. um, you get the surfiando going. So she just got to do all the things. Does your wife surf? She can surf, yeah. She's a good surfer. Yeah. I mean, I saw her... Water ski. Yes. In Greece. Yes. I mean, for like more than three minutes. She could do it all day. She was going. And I was like, what in the 80s movie with Michael J. Fox is going on? <laughs> she was the hot <clears throat> one in a red bikini. I was like, go, go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like barely jumping in the water, trying not to get my hair wet, my vacation hair. And y'all are out here doing the most with all the machines in the water. It was very nice. Yeah, she can do one ski up, pass the hand, twirl. It's crazy. She's like a juicy fruit commercial. Yeah. I like to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a double mint. Oh, yeah. Double, double your excitement. No single gum double freshens your mouth like. Yeah, I yes. got you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Only because I have twins. But um, <laughs> I really enjoy seeing people enjoy themselves. Like, I'm definitely a grandma that way. Hmm. Where I don't need to eat the fried chicken, but I want to make it and oh, watch everybody eat no. it. Like, I, that's where Look I find you. joy. You're yeah. going to make a great grandma. Look at You're going to make a great, great grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to do. I know. I always call myself Puerto Rican grandma because honestly, 
Uh, don't even know what that means, but I'm very excited for you that you don't have to go in that water anymore. I think it's also really important for not only, like you don't have to be a parent to be like, I'm tired, I need a break. Wh- whoever the fuck you is and you feel like you need one, stop talking about it. Go get your coochie wax, open them legs up, put a mask on, open your legs up. Get that coochie, whatever you need to do. I second. I have a friend who's been talking about getting her coochie wax for three oh, years. No, it's like, really? Get wax, bitch. Oh, no. Is, is it me? <laughs> I can't remember. All right. So, we got to get on to our guest, don't we? Do we? We do. This was fun. What a fun catch up for me and only me. <laughs> it was fun for me, too. I have been walking around with that inside me for so long, and only like my kids know and a couple parents. And it's like, now the world knows. Oh, my goodness. I just, I, I wish there was like an animation of like our stories. Make it so exactly right, media. I want it. I want it. <laughs> oh, my God. I am sorry. I am so sorry. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service, thoughts, and prayers. Let's get on. You guys, we have a very exciting show with a friend, a Mm. boss, an Mm. activist. She is my most favorite person. And she's a Brooklyn mama, just like, what? I used to be down in the Bronx. (laughs) Started from the bottom, now we're here. Alana Glazer. Oh, I love her so much. First of her name. Consuela Glazer. Glazera. Not only Latina, but so Catholic. I've been confirmed seven times in Michelle's mind. Tarisa. Maria Mari. I just feel like once you have been in New York City for so long. Oh, my God. Doing the comedy thing. We are all Puerto Rican and Dominican. Oh, we my are God. all in the heights. Yeah. It is all heightened. <laughs> we are all the the West Side Story is us. And we are the West. No one's got an East Side Story. No. Oh, yeah. There is no East Side Story. Because it's boring. Yeah. Good architecture, though. There's so much going on the West Side. And you're looking at Jersey. You're wondering, should I be yes. there? Or yes. I here? If you had to, would you be able to swim the Hudson from <laughs> West New York to Jersey? I'd rather swim than drive. <laughs> than go in the Hong Kong. Oh my God. I just almost farted. I had to hold it. I don't know if Wait, you noticed. In what scenario would she have to swim across the Hudson like that? Oh, Jordan, you know the scenario. The one we're all holding on to all day, every day. If you saw the Batman, you might know. Oh yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Oh my gosh, the Batman. Oof. Just some terror, some apocalyptic, half natural, half terror. Some new horror. Scenario. Some new horror. Yeah, some new horror. Yeah. Is that a little? Yes, is ma'am. That a little one I hear behind. That's a little one. Yeah, that's a little one. Is it nap time? No, she's having something this uh, these past couple days of like a little hot. Not interested in food so much, and she's normally such a good eater. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. She's like. Ah! Uh, so she's just struggling in general. Oh, is it teeth? Yeah, yeah. Teeth is a big thing now in almost a year. I live in Mars. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know, I remember my nanny when the kids were almost one. She would pretend to walk with them 
and like crawl with them as if she was like walking behind them. And she would like even make noises like, I'm walking, I'm walking. And I'm like, I don't pay you enough. To train them to walk? Ma'am. Wow. And um, she got Hazel walking at 10 months. Wow. She asked me, when do you want them to learn how to read? What in the Montessori and a little <laughs> Trinidadian body is going on? Damn. Every time something, like if it was drool or whatever it was, she was their interpreter. She knew exactly what it was. Wow. So what's baby doing now? Chewing on lots of stuff. Chewing on stuff. She's banging on pots and pans yeah. with a wooden spoon. That's what's she's up. so mm-hmm. percussive. She loves like music and just bangs stuff together. And she's like, that's an instrument. I'm like, it is. And she's getting there with walking. Oh my God, is that incredible about your nanny? Yeah. Yeah, she's getting there. She pulls herself up. She pivots and steps and pivots and steps. Yeah. And she's also like, you know, babbling with intention. She's saying shit. And mm. It's like, the way the, the back. It's like dream language. She's like, now eat the bean by the shumble. It's like, whoa. They do that till 18. Uh, <laughs> and then it stops. Uh, it dies off. <laughs> My little cousins, I'm like, was that even a sentence or were you just like scatting? It's like um, TikTok speak. They're like, don't do that fucking I feel like usually at that age, they're making a list of things that they want to grab. Like in their head, they, mm. they're, you're like taking them around. They're like, okay, going to need to grab that, pull that down. Going to need to reach in there, get yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, love to grab stuff. I'm just always like handing her stuff. And yeah. then she's like a part of the moment, whatever it is. <laughs> wow. Look at the underside, on the top side, on the side side. Oh. We were just talking about spending time with our kids, the mishaps. Yeah. It's also like taking your kids in public is so different because then you have to be around other people that parent. And you don't know if they're going to parent well. So weird. And... You have to put up with that. And it's like, there's this thing of like, no judgment. I don't judge. No judgment. And it's like, of course I'm fucking judging. I'm judging left and right. I have to make sense of the world. You know what I mean? Like, we're all judging each other's parenting, right? Yeah. Uh, I am. Yeah. Am I just really judgmental? No, because it's also like, what am I getting into? It's protection. Because then, you know, one of the times I took the kids to a museum in Rye, New York, and this kid just grabbed this tool that Hazel was playing right out of her hands. And the dad (laughs) didn't say anything, was on the phone. And I saw (laughs) Heist, the husband, ooh, he got hot. He started biting his uh, lower lip. (laughs) I know that bite. (laughs) And then, and then he goes, he taps the guy on the shoulder. He goes, excuse me. I said, what uh, in the white male? Oh, what in oh, white male confidence? Oh, yo, I said, you can't touch people. He said, but I have to talk to him. I said, oh, my God. Oh, oh. Like, not even at the customer service at Target. Yeah, yeah. The chutzpah on guys. Yeah. I'll tell you. Mm. I dream of it one day. Totally. And he's like, you have to watch your kid. And I'm like, we can't tell parents how to parent. Yeah. Like, we just have to explain to Hazel why this is wrong. Right, it's always. Right, right. But my takeaway from that story is it is important to pack a white person. Um, <laughs> that happened to me in the Berkshires. It was like, um, we were waiting. <laughs> this place, I was asking for it. This is going to be the worst story. We were waiting for our table at a place called the Prairie Whale. And then, uh, (laughs) so my kid is like playing beanbags and then this other kid like takes a beanbag and like chucks it. And then my kid is upset. And then 
I kind of like figure out what's going on. I was like, what's going on here? Uh, don't do that. Da, da, da. And like, it's not right to do that. And then the dad goes, well, you know, we're going to have to work on his apologies and things like that. So it's like this dad saying we're going to have to work on his apologies. And then my wife um, took all the bean bags oh and threw them like just at least 20, 30 yards. And was like, how about that? How about now? Wow. Oof. I could never. That's like the great thing about having a white partner because they get to do everything that you can't. <laughs> I mean, that's that's luxurious. like if we're gonna if we're gonna yeah. talk about it, if we're gonna talk about it. Do you guys tell them like do this? You know what I mean? Or do they just go off? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Jordan so. does. Like he did it in Greece. He was just like, you go ask for that table because you yeah. know, yeah. they'll listen they'll listen to you. Yeah. I, I don't have to tell Christ. He'll just go up and do it. I said, oh my God. You activate said, them. Oh my God. Yeah. You tell them like if we're okay, let's say we're like ding 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 upstate. <laughs> At if we're at the price chopper upstate and we're lost, I'm like, you better oh go out God. there <laughs> and ask. I got you. Don't worry. I got your back, but you got to ask them. All right. Because Love who it. knows where they're leading me. So, uh, yeah, totally. Oof, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's like when you get married, you're like sort of investing in a different level of a thing. That's a different level of a thing. <laughs> <It's definitely laughs> and you know what? And it's not taught. In any class, because nah. I've been to two universities and uh, <laughs> never saw that as a class. Uh, you know, just this is why we love adulting, because it's just shit that no one would ever tell you. So we were talking about mm, parenting in public, very different, because when you're on display, on display, Ooh. it cray. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Let's do a little water displacement. Y'all displace things. You're both hot celebrities out in this world and you're at the playground, as it were, at the PG. Do you have people come up to you and want to be friends with you? Like parents trying to be like, what's up? Like, you know, like, <laughs> it's happening. You know what I mean? Does that happen? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah. Oh my goodness. He got so excited that like your mic was like, I can't handle this black boy joy enthusiasm. Do you want me to tell you how thirsty I was to make Playground buddies with Oscar Isaac. Once, <laughs> like, was... oof, that's a playground buddy. Mm. Oh my god, a thick, hairy <laughs> loaf of playground buddy. Mm. Tell me about the slice you got. Yummy. I wanted to be in Dune Two with him, and then, well, he okay. Anyway, uh, so our kids are playing, and I was like, "This is the moment, dude." You know, but Oscar Isaac is not paying attention to our kids playing and being friends. So I like climb the same big toy that the kids are on. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, you're that dad? Maybe he'll notice. Oscar. Wow. Up here, That's Oscar. so funny. I get it. This is what I love about you guys and friends, not only in the business, but have children around the same age. Whenever a life thing happens, your goals shift, your life is different. Something like, what a huge shift when we got the twin bubbas, where I was like, oh, I'm only fucking with parents who are good people who get it and also don't judge a bitch for taking edibles and having kids and we're just having a good time. And so the, I just have to talk about the Halloween party for 2.2. Oh, because... <laughs> You guys, you guys, only child over here. I had this Halloween party that I love that I feel like I'm making my own um, holiday. Oh, hell yeah. It was so fun. It was a family-themed 
costume party that y'all came to. Yes. You guys blew it out the water. Will you please tell us how you dressed your family up? Oh, good question. Do you want to start, Ilana? Um, yeah. So I like barely have celebrated Halloween beyond my childhood. This was truly my dream, like a day party with day drinking, day gummies, day whatever. And the kiddos was just my dream. And it was heaven. That party was heaven, Michelle, I just want to say. So my baby was like four months old in the thick of breastfeeding. So I was feeling like a real cow at the time. So I dressed as a cow. I dressed my baby as a cowboy and my husband as a milkmaid. (laughs) Why you were dressed like that? I was like, why is she dressed as a cow? So good. Because I was like, I literally am a cow right now. You looked great. You looked like a a beautiful Vosh Hollandaise. (laughs) It's a Dojo Cat song. Bish, I'm a cow. (laughs) Yes, that's right. I don't say meow. Moo, bish. Get out my way. Yeah, that's right. You did it. That would have been a great song to roll into. Ah, ah. Next time. Oh my gosh. I think we were um, 101 Dalmatians. We were Pongo and Purdy. And then yeah. the kids, my son was definitely that kind of misogynistic man that owned the dogs who hated Cruella. My daughter was Cruella because she loves Cruella. And she's like, we need to look at Cruella differently. Cruella is not <laughs> the villain that you make her out to be. She's childless. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, his daughter is like AOC at the playground. Yeah. And she got to wear red lipstick. <laughs> uh, so I know she loves a statement lip. Yeah. That oh was so fun. Wow. Yeah. I love that perspective. Yeah. She's a villain because she has no kids. Yeah. We have to look at Cruella differently. <laughs> it's important that we do. We got to talk about this, guys. Uh. <laughs> we need to stick up for the people that can't stick up for themselves. That's right. Uh. I can't even remember what we were. I thought it was the Wizard of Oz. Oh, Wizard of Oz. You're oh, right. Oh, my it God. It was the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That was mind-blowingly beautiful. Oh, my God, your family. It was very fun. And those are the kind of times I want to have where, because like, I grew up going to Caribbean parties where everybody had fun. Yeah. The kids, the adults, the teenagers, there was enough food and drink for everybody. Mm. And that's the kind of experience I want to, you know, give to my kids and my friends, my chosen family. Mm. By the end of the night, everybody was doing like the electric slide. They were doing the cha-cha slide. Kids were screaming for their parents to like leave and their parents were like, I don't hear you. I don't care. I don't hear you. I'm out here free as fuck and we are dancing and romancing. It was nuts. And I was like, we have to eventually go home because my children were just like, they're so routine oriented. They're just like, what's happening? Mom and dad snap their cap, you know? So like, it was so much fun. And we were about to like mutiny against our own children. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to do it again this year. But the minute the sun went down and Belle Biv DeVoe went on, yes. it was like prom all over again. It was real fun. Um, I think all the kids were just asleep on the couch watching Coco Melon. There were so <laughs> many stains from candy all over the couch. I was like, whatever. And, you know, this is a very adult thing that nobody told me that I had to figure out. When you have a party... The next day, you should book uh, some cleaning to come through. Right. So you're not stuck, hungover, tired, cleaning with dirty feet. I do that thing where I half-heartedly, and I admit it's half-hearted, but you're getting half of my heart. Where I'm like, do you want me to clean the thing? And the oh, you don't mean it. You don't mean it. But you know what? I love that your wife is just like Jordan. Get the bag. Yeah. Like she gets it done. Yes. She will clean up. She's like, I don't know where it went, so I put it here. I'm like, it looks good there. Wow. It should be there. You have to. She's a fucking yeah. badass. 
You're right. She's a badass. She is. She is. It's a terror, but I need to learn how to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? I need to put my arms around it, not my head around it. Now, um, I... F- <laughs> but that's your rules. You have those party rules. And I've learned those from you, Michelle, which is an adult brings vine, preferably rosé, and then mm. helps to clean up at the end. Not all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> but you can't just keep coming over and not do nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... I mean, a huge pet peeve of mine is when people go into, like, the fruit bowl, the shit that's not even on the menu. It's like, why are you eating up all the good snacks for the week? You know, that was not on display. (laughs) Yeah, this is not a grocery store. Like, you open multiple doors to find it, and I will always have enough snacks for the party. So why you got to come for, like, the organic treats for daycare? But listen, (laughs) I also have to be more open-minded. I guess it takes so much work to make a huge party for everybody and they're going into your groceries that's i i think that's a that's a i think that's a healthy boundary to have wait alana Thank you. i have to ask you this alana i have to ask you so you said 11 months old so your daughter's first trip around the sun is coming. Mm. What you gonna do? Is bounce you in your what future? You like is Jimbery in your oh. future? Like what's oh. what you gonna do? Oh my god, bounce you, lol, or Jimbery. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's true though about like a blow up house or something, maybe. But we are getting a house out east and having the grandparents out. Hey. Like when Michelle talks about like having big Caribbean parties as a child and everybody's like dancing, like. We did not have that. We had, like, quiet (laughs) Jewish holidays that, you know, I don't know, ended. You could hear um, spoons on plates. You know what I mean? That's, that's like, the kind of parties we had. So that's why I go to that party and I'm like, oh, my God. A day party and I'm losing my mind. And why it's also honestly ideal for me because I'm, like, 6 o'clock. I'm like... Oh, big time. (laughs) Our only plan is just to be at this house with the grandparents. I should let her have cake. Is that right? Yes. Sure. Yes, Marie Antoinette. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe I'll get, I don't know, the bouncy house, like to crawl on a bouncy house. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense yet, but that's all we'll do, I think. Oh, I love that. And also like celebrate you guys. We were just saying before as well, you got to give your partner a time out. I mean, partners need to chill, right? Not just even parents. It's like the day-to-day, you know, crawling out of a quarantine. Like, we Ugh. need to give each other time. Yeah. And I think we're Ooh. all workaholics here, and we love work. Mm-hmm. It feeds my soul, but you know what feeds my soul too? A spa! <laughs> yes, I was just going to say a massage. That's the thing. If I can get the massage in, if I could do it weekly, I'm like such a better person. You do a massage weekly? No, but that's what I go for. And if yeah. I get it even a few weeks in a row, I'm like, this is what I do when I do this. This is mm, me. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. if I could get into a little routine rather than once a quarter or some shit. I feel you. I need to stop being like, I need to call it like a curated moment for myself because I have a lot of like Christian guilt and I'll be, I'll be like, um, oh, I'm being selfish. Like for instance, mm, I know. like this morning I went to the park and there were some awful people there. Some people that I've already talked to before and I just don't like talking to them. So I was like, you know what, buddy? Me and my dog, we're going to go out to the pier instead. We're just going to do this because usually... And then I felt guilt. I was like, man, you know, who knows? Mm. Who knows when you'll see those people again? I was like, what is the matter with me? But I feel like... <laughs> yeah, also who cares? <laughs> you hope never, who cares? right? Your hope yeah, never. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> oh, God. If they, oh, God. I mean, honestly, if they suddenly... <laughs> 
left town or died or whatever. Will you even remember and think of them? Even people you don't like. I know. These are people I don't like and I have to pretend. I can't believe you still have hair on your head. I know. I can't believe you worry that much and still have a full head of hair. Thank God you have dimples because I would feel like you're worried all the time. So what did you do? I went out to this beautiful pier that like you have a great view of Manhattan and just like I'm like, look at you, you glittering temptress in New York. (laughs) And I went back home. Nice. Yeah, that nice. was it. Yeah. Oh, you didn't talk to them. I was like, if you talk to them, Jordan, I'm gonna <laughs> I don't know what, do something to change change your ways. But that's good. You just thought it. Yeah. You just thought it. It's funny. Being selfish, we think of it as a bad thing, right? Because we know a lot of cunts and people who are cuntsy and people who always want to monopolize a conversation or your time or even microdose your personality, whatever the fuck like whatever the fuck people are doing. But I really have to start thinking of being selfish as like, is it self-preservation? Is that where I'm going? Mm. I just blacked out. <laughs> Do you know, like I need to take. Bring it home, bring it home, bring it home. <laughs> I need to take, where's my tambourine? <laughs> like I need to take care of myself because a lot of times, you know, between work, marriage, and twins, not necessarily in that order, my feet are always black. I feel like that chef at the end of any top chef <laughs> you know, moment where they're just running around the kitchen like, get it on the plate! Get it on the plate! Get it on the plate! Like, that's... You know, I'm just like, I hated the nugget. I had to try that. It, 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 it. You know, self-preservation is not selfish for everyone, but if that's your level because you give so much, then that's like a good recontextualizing to aim for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, final kiss, y'all, for me, which is this. So... After party, so good, so funny, loving it. Uh, love that you're on there with my homegirl Genevieve as well. Oh my god, Genevieve Anderson. Yes, yes. I hooked her up with her boyfriend, oh matchmaker, god, matchmaker, make question. me a match. Not a big deal. <laughs> oh I'm just god. wondering. He is, oh god, you're like an I'm ethnic wonder, mom. I'm Why are you I'm wondering? I'm just plotting and plotting out here. Ask I'm just wondering this. Okay, like what was it like to be a first time parent and work on a major project? Because before that, you'd done Broad City when hadn't been parental. I was pregnant. I wasn't a parent. Wow. And it was insane. I was like, hello. I felt like I was like the moon man, the MTV moon man or whatever. And everybody else was on planet Earth. I was like in a different like air. It plays. It plays so well though. I felt like I was like bopping around. And also I was vomiting all day. Talk about about running to the bathroom. I was like, hey guys. I was like, so And also, like, it's such a weird thing, that type of nausea where I'm like, do I need to cure this? It was so bizarre. So Mm. I was like, it was almost like I had a ghost no one could see. You know what I mean? Where Mm -hmm. I was like talking. And I was. I was talking to my baby in my bed. I was like, you and me, baby. And it was, I'm pregnant and it was pre-vaccine during COVID. So I was kind of losing my mind in a personal way. But in the professional way, it was so much fun and that was another thing it was volatile because like I was like so sensitive and vulnerable in the personal way but professionally Mm -hmm. it was so funny and fun and that cast is insane Genevieve is so talented but um, and Zoe Chow is incredible (laughs) Zoe Chow Tiffany Haddish is Tiffany's a a universe in a room you know she's a black unicorn yeah Um, yeah Ike Ike is his name is Ike (laughs) so funny (laughs) It was fucking funny. It oh was my fucking God. funny, but it was wild. I always think of um, 
Michelle, like, uh, shooting. And because and, the twins thing is just, like, still mind-blowing. I'm like, it's like by the time they're, like, 10, you'll be like, yeah, yeah, I have twins. But I'm like, it's so, like, amazing and miraculous and insane. So I don't know how you do it. And with, like, things coming up that I'm shooting, I'm like, ooh, does everyone just hurt all day? Do mothers hurt all day? Do some people yes. not? And they're like... I, like, kind of envy them, and they're like, thank God I'm away from my stupid family, <laughs> whatever. But yeah. does it just, it just hurts all day? Kind of. It's like this weird thing where I feel guilty if I'm not with them, and when I'm with them, I'm like, I got shit to do. Yeah. So, like, being present in whatever moment I'm in is like reminding myself to work out and drink water. Like, I was like, okay, just this is just what life is. Like, you're gonna have to wait in long lines. You're gonna be stuck in traffic. You yeah. have to remind yourself. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, this is like what that's life just is. totally. Yeah, that's just what life is. But God, we are so motherfucking fortunate that we can just do it. All. I know. It's wild. You know? To be a mom now, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And to not yeah. be like the, I think of like confusion of the 80s and the suburbs and my mom and, oh my God, like to be able to step outside and just see people and not be so isolated. Yes. It's like, oof, yeah. oof. And then also yes. like, and comedy, like we get to do not just work, but comedy. It's it's really yes. beyond. It's beyond. Right. You also get to go out at night, which is something a lot of people don't get to do. I'm like, I have to answer work. I know. (laughs) It really is wild. Wild. And there's still so much work we still have to do, you know? But it's just so much better than it was even just 25 short years ago. Mm -hmm. Speaking of work we have to do, just kidding. We're going to keep you a little bit longer for 10 more minutes and answer some questions from the audience. I love it. I love it. I'm enjoying the hell out of this. We want you to get to Paw Patrol. We want you to do it all. Yes, we're going to get to Coco Melon, but we do have some questions (laughs) that people have asked us. And we'd love to get your motherfucking take. First question, how do I break up with a friend? I've tried texting less, declining hangouts, but it's been a few months and the texts keep coming. Mm. Did you write this question about me, Michelle? Stop. No, this is interesting. This is the first question in here. Okay. We legit get this question. <laughs> all the time. Uh, all the time. Yeah. People just want to break it's up It's hard because you do grow apart. You do grow apart. That's the thing. Uh, is, I had like a friend breakup that was super... Um, clear because I think it was the beginning of COVID and um, they were and like everybody's truth was coming to a head and Mm -hmm. they like reached out to me and was like I feel like we're not as close as we used to be and they were more pursuant of our friendship and I was less and I was I guess in my own COVID truth I was like straight up where I was like yeah I, I don't feel I feel like we've grown apart and that makes Mm. sense because of how life has unfolded and Mm. that's okay with me. And it was hurtful because it's like, I don't want to put the same effort into this that you do. Right. But I also don't want to pretend to you that I find that like more disrespectful, you know, where it's like, yeah, yeah, maybe. But I understand why people do it because it's like, it feels hard. It's easier. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe easier. Although I'm like, is it? Because you're like, it's every single time both people kind of know also. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have instigated that unless somebody asked me. I would I would say probably, I mean, this is so shitty. Like, 
um, okay, maybe it's more like act the way that you actually feel authentically, which is if not responding is, if you're like, I can't respond to this, then don't. And then if they want to talk about it, be honest. Right. I'm on the struggle bus with this one because sometimes it's very easy and clear cut, even if we're not on the same page. And other times it feels wild. Like I have my own version of this truth and then you have your own version and we can't even meet in the middle. So, you know, I've tried to break up with people and they're like, well, why would you do that? What do you mean? I don't see that. It's, And uh, the answer is, I don't know. Maybe you can like write us back and give us more info, you know? Yeah, I would say one thing, which is you need to first establish whether or not, like, and say to yourself, and it's okay to become site-specific friends. Your friendship goes from like checking in on that person all the time to if you see them, you cannot wait to like learn, catch up see how they're doing. You're a fan of theirs, but life moves on, you know? And we have site-specific friends all the time in this industry. Mm-hmm. The hair and makeup people that we love. Right. The wardrobe that's people that different. we love. That's different. That's work. If they're asking for, like, real friendship, it's just like, why can't we treat friendship like we do romantic relationships, which we do in so many other ways? And it's like, sometimes mm-hmm. you break up, and then, yes, you do check in on someone later when it's authentic. Right. Also, sometimes you get back together with somebody. But, like, yes. I, if you guys are getting this question all the yeah. time, that's pretty interesting. All the time. I'm all like, the time. People, I think I think that's an interesting area for conversation is just break up. And it sucks. When you break up with someone, you feel like an asshole. But it's also, like, doesn't make sense to go on and pretend that you're in love. Yeah. You're just stringing it along. Sometimes I just have, like a big old party once a year where I get to just invite everybody, even the peripheral circle, and be like, Hi! Nice to see you this one time and goodbye. You know what I mean? Because um, because it's not like I'm mad at you. It's just yeah. that we don't, like, I still want the best for you, but, like, we don't have anything in common anymore. Okay, um, let's go on to another question because I feel like we're never going to figure that out, but I do appreciate you guys asking us. It's very interesting. Ooh, um, this is a good question. When is the right time to argue and when is the right time to let it go? You guys, these are some deep relationship COVID questions, I feel like. Damn. Oh my gosh. I guess, I mean, this is so an infuriating answer, but it depends. Doesn't it depend? It does. And it's not just an adult diaper. (laughs) Bottling up makes it worse, right? Bottling up makes it worse than you're trying to be two different people. Just... Make it messy. Say what you're going to say. Like a cosmic fart, better out than in. And the person will get over it. I'm a classic avoider. I do not like to argue. Michelle will tell you. I know, it's so annoying. I'm not even trying to argue. I'm just trying to have a conversation. If I were on trial, I would plead no contest. Even if like the person had done harm to me, I'd be like, I plead no contest. <laughs> like, like, I just, oh my God. I just Such a middle child. It. I don't. To be honest, for me... When I go into not even an argument, but knowing that I'm going to like lay my feelings out, especially if it was like one specific thing that has happened or multiple things, I make a list of pros and cons. Like, this is Mm. what I love about you. This is why this made me feel like I have to make a list so I can remember it because I forget. Also, the right time to argue, okay, that is, um, 
you know the time. It's not on your way to something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not in public. It's when you guys are at home, when you have private right. space to maybe raise your voice if you got to. Definitely not in front of kids. That's my thing. Or family members, you better suck your own dick. <laughs> The good time to let it go is that, you know, if you are arguing in circles. (laughs) You better suck your own dick. You better take a big step back. Do not come for me in front of your parents. If you come for me in front of your family members, you better have a very flexible back so you can suck your own dick. Because it ain't going to get touched. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't the world be a better place if most of the men in the Senate could suck their own dick? So um, Instead of secretly sucking each other's. Yeah, (laughs) those spines are going to have to be very flexible because there's a lot of mushroom dicks out there. Yeah. Let me say this. I feel like you're totally right. There's one thing, though, when it comes to when to argue. Yeah. Sometimes if you can get a hold of your emojis and just like try to make it a healthy exchange of ideas Uh and say like this upset me and just go to total like therapy talk with the other person, it'll keep things at like a cool temperature rather than discordant, you know? I mean, it depends who you're with, but okay. <laughs> okay, next question. Ooh, what in the big titty Dr. Phil is going on? My partner and I have not had sex in Ooh. over a month, but it doesn't seem okay. to bother either of us. Is this an actual issue? <laughs> Um, Fascinating. I say no. What I love about Big Titty Dr. Phil is that (laughs) you are Big Titty Dr. Phil, and then I get to picture Dr. Phil with huge, (laughs) swinging titties. Pendulous. And I love that for him. I love that. Pendulous. Um, I guess that's not a problem if, if it doesn't bother either of them, but they did take the time to rate it to you guys. They say a month. It's probably been two, you know? They're like, oh, it's been a month. Sure. Yeah. I think that's fine. If they took the time to act, like write this, like it is bothering them. It's oh, one you're of them, right. It seems to me. You're right. You know what, though? I'm like, you're asking Michelle and Jordan? <laughs> like, don't you mean, shouldn't you talk to each other? No, no. So it's no, no. definitely bothering this person. No, no. And no offense, right? You know, I'm, I'm like, I would ask you guys too, but I'm like, there's. Uh, you know, I think. I think for me, at least, I've been married for 11, going on 12 years. We've been together 14 years or say. I'm bad at math. 2008. There are a lot of things that surprise me about having a long-term partner that I, like, never, you know, I just never thought. And it's not even, like, arguing or, like, the amount of sex we have or don't have or, like, the fact that I've seen his sneakers on our coffee table. Oh, my God. I just, like, did a death drop like a drag queen lip syncing for my life. I'm like, you did what? Like, there's so many off the top of my head that I can't share publicly. There are just so many things that I never, you just never think. You just never think, you know, that that would be your life or you would go through this or you would say that or feel that. So I think this question reads like they're more surprised that they don't Mm. need sex and you might just have a moment. You might be fucking exhausted from wearing a mask out all day and working in public and the back of your ears hurt. So why would you want to get your clit rubbed? Whatever it is. But just remember, you are partners with this person for a reason. And one of the reasons too is like to enjoy each other's body. And, you know, maybe you just Mm. need to take a minute to enjoy your body because we Mm. should be experiencing pleasure when we can. But if you're tired, take a beat. You fucking deserve that rest. That's what 
I think at least. Yeah, I love that. And talk to your partner about it because obviously this is becoming, you know, an issue. And it's like, you want to broach that with them. It, maybe it's on their mind too. And if they're avoiding it, you got to get to the root cause of it. You got to get to the rooter and the tutor. Mm-hmm. The rooter of the tutor. <laughs> I think like planning can be fun. Find out what, you know, and, yeah. and I hate when it's like the person that writes in, you always put it on them. Like, a, you know, like a women's mag where they're like, 15 ways to make your guy fucking st- stimulated. Right, right, like, right. But understanding what blows your hair back and sharing that with your partner. Right. Hopefully that will... Blows your hair back. Ooh. Curls the toes? I don't know. Curls the toes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> to your guys' point also, it's like, I guess, even if it is like starting to be an issue, yeah. you don't have to panic about it yes. because it does sound like you're both somewhat on the same page. And also just a suggestion is doing something physically pleasurable together that's not sexual. Ooh. Like, go get, go get foot rubs, baby. Go get foot rubs. Sorry, that just spoke to my... Foot. Foot rubs and scalp massages. So you talking sensual, not sexual. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. That's correct. What's up? What's the next question? Okay, this is the last question. And this has been really great. Deep. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Another one. I quit drinking and now my... Another one. Another one and another one. Um, <laughs> I quit drinking and now my friends don't invite me out anymore. What should I do? Oh. Oh. Get yourself some new friends or a mocktail. You guys. There's more to that story. There's more to that story. Yeah. There's more to that story. Yeah, that's a very biased thing. And now they just don't invite me out. (laughs) Right? I, I quit coffee and then like, I could not shut up about quitting coffee. I was just like, the thing about it is when you quit coffee. Oh you God, I was a part of that. that it was I so am, annoying. Yeah, if he talked about green coffee. tea one more time, I was going to like punch you right <laughs> wow. in the face. Oh God. That is fascinating, Jordan. Thank you. It's all mind over matter. Don't because you know what? Make, if you don't mind, oh it don't matter. God. And that's what it is, y'all. My body is a tabernacle. Um, I guess get new friends. Like, and, and not, not like that point blank or whatever. Um, I don't know if I'm using that phrase. I don't know what the fuck that phrase is. Is that a gun thing? Forget it. Forget oh, no. it. Not that black and we white. We can take it out. We can take it out. Um, we can take it out. Point break. <laughs> um, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves. It's not that point break. It's not that point break. Um, but it is like, yeah. I don't know, reach out to other friends. I think that um, there's, yeah, there might be something else going on there. And I feel as though that's a perfect time to reassess what made your friendship tick. And if mm-hmm. it has to do with alcohol and they were drinking buddies. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's exciting. I think it's exciting. I think this is a new chapter for you, adulting-wise. And, um, you know, again, getting back to like friendship breakups, sometimes it's not that black and white where someone's just like, we ain't gonna hang no more. You know, um, Chance the Rapper has those dope songs. We don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the same drugs. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. That's real, you know, like yeah, yeah. Picture how good you are now, not drinking all the shit you can remember. Your personality is probably popping, and <laughs> be around people that are popping with you. So that's okay. My whole mantra has always been: if you don't want to hear from me, you got to hear about me. Let them drunk as drunkards with them bloated faces. It me. Look at your Instagram page. <laughs> and see all the things you're doing, sober and. 
dope. The end goodbye. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yes, ending that. I love that. Yes, ending that. It also opens the door for new people to come into your life. Can you imagine you having good sex and you remember it? Come on. <laughs> Yeah. And and you're also reminding me like of how like now this person gets to hang out with themselves. Yes. Like when mm. you're drunk, you're like running away from yes. yourself. And it's like get new friends or just like truly take yourself on like mm. friend dates and enjoy your sober self. Yes, ma'am. So Ooh. this is the question we ask our guests. What's the most adult thing you want to do for yourself this year that you haven't yet? Ooh, the um, thing I want to do that's most adult. Um... You know, I want one tiny little squirt of Botox. Yes! <laughs> yes! I love it. Can I come with you? I want to come with you. I want it. Only an adult can do that. Just I didn't know where were we going when you said squirt. And I was, I know, like, I was like, it's really DNA, girl. <laughs> it's really just DNA. But I'll fuck yeah, with that squirt. <laughs> to be honest, um... Yeah, I'm both curious, and I I do want one little, just one yes. tiny little a little dollop will do you. See what's up. Mm-hmm. Do it. A little dollop will yep. do you. Hey, hey. Yep. I love it so much. Love well, you. thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us. This has been a joie. Thank you guys. Oh, yeah. Same for me. What a way to kick things off today. Oh my god. I gosh. love you so much. You got me. Love you both. Love, love you so much. Thank you. The best. Mwah. Bye, y'all. Wow. 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 Jordan, wow. I've, my my heart is full and my pants are tight. Per usual. <laughs> per usual. Sign of a good time. Sign of a good time. So that was great. This is really fun. This is, mm-hmm. You know what it is, too? Oh, goodness. Between work and just real life, there's no time to go out and catch up over brunch. So I feel like this podcast just fuels my soul when it comes into the big old check-in. Yeah. When we check in, when we like take inventory of what's going on with each other. Yeah. I feel, you know, how we're going through this life in parallel ways and how we're going through it in unique ways. But at the end, I always feel so much better. My, My spirits are raised. Me too. My equipment was not working but my heart is now. Are you talking about your microphone or your dick? (laughs) My microphone. My microphone. Please edit this out. (laughs) We should end. I'm going to go now. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And please give it up for Jordan and his microphone dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck. All right. Love you. Bye. I got to go. I know. I'm really saying goodbye. My butt hurts from sitting. This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Natalie Rin. Senior managing producer is Hannah Kyle Crichton. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Andrew Epen. And engineered by Ryo Bomb. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Our theme song is by DJ Don Will. Photography by Gijs van der Most. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Executive produced by Karen Kilgariff, Georgia Harstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at adultingthepod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show and visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase adulting merch.